Welcome to Dare a New Belief, a place to discover what is possible for your life after the loss of a loved one, and where you will find inspiration, insight, support, and love, and hopefully a bit of laughter to help you through your day. Now, here's your host, Nada Hogan. Welcome to Dare a New Belief, where you will find light and life, love and joy, healing, faith, and hope a place where you get to believe in what is possible for your life. And today I have the great honor to be joined by Carol, Carol Lowell. And Carol is here to talk all about the power of extreme self-care habits that bring a positive impact to every area of life. She is an artist, an author, a life coach, a wife, and a mother who lives in North Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada. Carol has written two books, a full-color print book called Soulful, Soul Food, A 90-Day Journey of Self-Discovery, Building Nourishing Habits, and an ebook entitled Meditative Mandala Making. Welcome, Carol. Oh, thanks, Nada. So wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. I'm so grateful you're here. And I apologize. I, I have a cold and I am very nasally. So some of my words don't sound like they're coming out correctly. So I apologize <laughs> if anything that I said in your bio did not come out like it was supposed to come out. Um, but I'm so grateful that you're here, Carol. And before we even get started with this, uh, one of the things that I want to share with the listeners is how it is that you came about being on this show. Are you okay if I share that with, with them, the synchronicity uh, that happened? Absolutely. All right. Awesome. So I know Carol Lowell from Mary Morrissey's training, becoming a dream builder coach, and um, then furthering that education as a life mastery consultant, which is what Carol also is certified in. And when I contacted Carol, I mean, I've, I've known you for, um, I, I would say three years for sure, maybe even four. When you popped into my head, you just popped into my head. And I contacted you. And at the same time that I contacted you, you were at an, an event and you were saying that you were throwing it out there that you wanted to be, um, well, for one, you wanted to get your book out there more and that you, you, you were ready. What, what was the words exactly? How did you say it, Carol? Well, I was in Puerto Rico on a mastermind and it was about taking imperfect action that, that taking, taking imperfect action is better than taking no action at all. And so for me and getting my book out to the world, People aren't going to know about me unless I get out there. And so I, I put it out to the universe that I'm open. And of all things, here is this opportunity that you granted me. And I'm so grateful. Yes. And I'm so, so I have so many notes on you that I could not find where I had written that down. So I'm sorry that I stumbled on that. 
<laughs> but those kinds of synchronicities and because you and I do the same similar type of work like being trained with Mary Morrissey and living, you know, with the power within and being able to, um, you know, be in alignment with your divine purpose and, you know, coming from a certain frequency, all of that stuff. So, so sometimes people hear those kinds of synchronicities and they're like, Oh, isn't that cool? And then just go about their business, not realizing the power in that. I mean, what are the chances that that you pop into my head after all of this time and you had just put this out um shortly before i had contacted you it just it's it's powerful and it's just mind-boggling how this universe works and i just wanted to share that because i find it fascinating and honestly for me i thought you saw my video because that's why you're reaching out so it really is beautiful how this power beyond us is here to serve our greater good. Yes, absolutely. And I did not see your video, but I did go and watch it afterwards. And it's beautiful. I love it. I love it. So we'll share all that information. So the listeners will be able to go and listen to your YouTube video also. Um, but to kick this interview off, I would like to start with asking you a few questions about um, I know you have a couple of books out, but let's first dive into your book, Soul Food. And I'm saying S-O-U-L, Soul Food. That's hard to say when you're nasally. And Soul Food <laughs> is a 90, Soul Food is a 90-day journey of self-discovery while building nourishing habits. Why did you decide to create that book, Carol? Well, it was the book that I wanted when I was wanting to build the collective habits that we know help ground ourselves, get to know ourselves. They're the habits that feed our souls. So they are habits like, and I did, I had a gratitude journal. I am an artist, so I had a sketchbook where I did my creative play. I had a journal where I would write. Uh, of course, my daily planner, I'd try to track it if I meditated, how much water I was drinking, things like that. And what I really wanted was a book that had it all. And for me, I couldn't find anything. So I decided to create this. And it was such a joy to be able to take scattered bits of things that I wanted to use and have it in one place. So this book is, is a becomes as unique as its owner because it is what I call a playbook where you make your marks on a daily basis as you delve into these habits and over 90 days whether they're one you know 90 days in a row or you've tried your best because we're human um, I mean ultimately when you've completed 90 days hopefully you've gained knowledge in these habits but also decided which ones are are in service to knowing yourself better Right, right. Beautiful. So, so when you first started this book, this book was actually not intended to be mass produced and, and published for the world. This was something you were starting on just for yourself. Yeah, it was. Well, it, what it was is uh, it was the book that I would have loved to have had. But truthfully, the habits that are within those books, over time, I'd already made them part of my daily life. So 
it really wasn't in service to me other than the absolute joy of creating the book. Um, but no, it's in service to those that would love to create habits uh, and having it in one easy and welcoming book. And so, yeah, I, oh. I actually made it for in service to others. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm sorry. Cause I, I misunderstood that. I thought you were making it more for yourself and then it just became, you know, it, it grew like we have these dreams and then all of a sudden we have a dream, but then the dream takes a hold and, and it takes us and, and takes us to different places. So can you, can you tell me, or do you remember how long did it take you to write this book? And was it because I know I would love to write a book um, and I sat down a couple of different times and the very first thing that pops into my head is this is going to be so time consuming. And so I'll just stop. I'll just stop. So how long did it take you to write your book? And did you run into those kinds of challenges also? Yeah, actually I did. Um, for me, so the, the actual building of the habits, I, I write about habits, things like gratitudes and why we do something we love every day and acknowledging things that we're proud of, of ourselves habits that that we can grow and build on and I think for me I felt like I needed to do a ton of research and have all these statistics and make this a book that validated these habits and yet truthfully there's so much information available to us with all that information the data and you can go online, you can research it. So many doctors and medical professionals and people that understand spirit, you know, talk about the, the power of meditation or taking care, good sleep, blah, 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 right? So I think that what stalled me uh, mostly was, was thinking I didn't have enough expertise or didn't have enough knowledge to really create this book in a way that people might need but truthfully there's so much information out there that really this book is about it being in one place a collective and a beautiful book it's got my art throughout and it's full color and every day there's a mandala which I created I drew all the mandalas and that was my meditative practice for probably a year creating mandalas and then deciding to create this book so that I could put those mandalas in it. So it was really a, a, a book that was envisioned for probably two years before, or maybe even three, before I actually got down and, and built the book is how I call it. But, but it only took me about three months once I really put my, my head to it, my heart to it. And it flowed so easily once I really made that decision to create and... Yeah, the outcome is one that is, um, as I say, uh, just a place, a placeholder for having that space to take time out for yourself and get to know yourself better. Absolutely. And it's so important. And I think that we tend to, as a society, downplay how important that self-care is. And just giving ourselves the time, we'll give it to family or our work or, you know, a, a myriad of other things. But then to give our own self that self-love, self-compassion, self-care. I think that we don't tend to do that as often as we should 
or recognize the importance of that. And so this book is so phenomenal. And I know that because I have this book. I bought it when you first had it um, published and you had brought it to an event. And it was like, oh my goodness, I have to have that book. And it's beautiful. It's, um, it, it truly is a journey. I, I love how you talk about it being a journey because it is, and it does nourish your soul. And I want to talk more about the book, but before we do that, I, I want to ask you, what habits do you believe are the most impactful and for your own life and maybe for society? Yeah. Well, for me, certainly journaling has been something I've done ever since I was a kid. And, you know, it, it is a place where you can have those conversations that maybe you never had the confidence or the courage to have to speak words, that, you know, write down the words, the, the, a letter to somebody that you never intend to send, but just need to get it out. The, the purpose of putting onto paper thoughts and feelings and um, just how you're processing some of the challenges that we all face and allowing that to be a dumping ground to release that. And then the beauty of it is, you can let it go at that. If that's all is required, you're done. Or you can review what you've written and see where you might want to go deeper or what next step you might want to take in order to feel like you can have some closure with that. And so journaling has been a big part of my life ever since I was young. And also being an artist, of course, creative play to me is hugely important but I also think it's important for everybody because as as humans you know little kids come into this world with this beautiful spirit of imagination and play and fun and there's no self-criticism there's no judgment it's just full honest and real uh, expression of who they are and as we grow up we just sort of Forget about that side to ourselves. So I think creativity in whatever form. So everybody's different and it's as unique as we each are. So it might be something like gardening or cooking or knitting or, you know, working on a car. Like any of those things that allow us to sort of escape thought and really get into a flow state. I mean, that's a, a, a spirit... Uh, a practice that I think all of us can can benefit from connecting with. But I think the most impactful habit is one of gratitude. And that can be so, so simple. Uh, and yet, like it says, it's a practice. And when you practice gratitude, because truthfully, we can always find something that we are grateful for, even when we're in dire circumstance there is almost always something we can be thankful for and when we acknowledge that through a ritual so I, I take these habits as being a ritual and I think that gives it more meaning for while we are doing the practice but when we do write a gratitude list it allows us to start seeing life through a different lens and it might take a bit of time to get there. And there will absolutely be days where it's a challenge to find something to be grateful for. 
But the beauty of having a list is you can go back and use past gratitudes to help lift you up in this moment. The gratitudes are going to lift your spirit and allow you to, to come from a different, higher vibration than one that is looking through not a lens of gratitude, but of feeling lack or, or you know, not feeling like there is enough or, you know, whatever that, that may show up for each of us. But, but gratitude is, is a practice that's, that's easy and was within each of our, our reach to, to have in it in the daily, daily life. And yet its impact is huge. Absolutely. Well, even when you're saying that and talking about, um, it, you know, some days it is really hard to find the things to be grateful for, but there always is something and, and coming from that place and being in a place of gratitude instead of in that place of lack mentality or a low vibration. Because if I was, would have been in that low vibration or lack mentality, or you would have been in that lack mentality or low vibration, we would not have connected. I, I would not have been in your frequency. We would have, or, or you would not have been in mine. We would have missed one another. And it's amazing how, how, we, how we think, you know, oh, well, being grateful, you're like, I'm grateful all the time. But it is a practice of really being able to notice what is it that I am grateful for and, and feeling it, not just, you know, oh, I'm awake. Yes, yay, here's another day. And, and, and taking away the, the true deep meaning of what it is to be alive in this next day. And, and, and things like this, I'm telling you, I have been flying high since you and I connected and you told me how it was, what was going on with you when I reached out to you. And it's just like, Oh my goodness. It's like the universe just does this bow and says, there you go. You know, you guys are both perfectly on the right track. And I, I just adore that. I love that. Um, Me Carol, too. I, I want, to, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, oh, because it's fascinating. And I know it was Bob Proctor. And I think Mary has shared this with us many times where I believe it was Bob Proctor who says, um, you know, I'm not, I'm never surprised in, in the, impossible things that happen or the synchronicities that happen, but I'm always in awe of it. And that's how, like, it, it, it's, it's almost like I feel like I'm a balloon sometimes just living in the different atmosphere where things happen that just don't happen to other people only because they're just in a black mindset or they yeah. don't believe in anything more, but the five senses and this is the only thing that's possible. And, Right, all that whole entire story, and yeah, it, it's just it, this is the most phenomenal life-giving way to live, and um, this is a true testament, just the way you and I got to connect on this. So I love that. Absolutely. But I wanted to swing back. Yes, yes, I wanted to swing back real quick and ask you, Carol. Like, so you said that when you when you do um, the journaling or the creative play or um, even the gratitude, when you're doing any of those habits that are, uh, you know, so impactful on our life that you, you do it as a ritual because the ritual tends to give it more meaning. What can I ask you, or is that too personal? What kind of a ritual that you engage in when you are practicing these habits? Yeah, thanks. It, 
again, it depends on each individual. But for instance, I just said a, a quick little prayer to the universe before this call because I want to be in service to a higher power and allow me to be the conduit for which it flows through. So I look at every opportunity um, as being a time where we can presence it in the, this moment, in this very moment. How can I show up the best that I can be knowing that I have a greater power that is breathing me and let me be that source in this human form. So when I look at any of my rituals of, say, writing a gratitude, I start with a thank you to it and, and call it what each of us wants to call it. You know, do we want to call it God or the, a higher self, a higher purpose, a higher spirit, the divine, whichever. But I think making that deliberate connection and then going forth in our moments with that knowing that we are not alone in this journey, not ever. And so how I write my gratitudes are going to come from a place of my knowing I am connected. When I create, I know that there is a source that is flowing through me. How, and I give, I give gratitude for that. I give thanks for that. Um, when I journal, please allow me to release what's no longer of service and let me find the nuggets of truth and lesson and empowerment from the challenges I might be facing. And so it's things like that. But, but having a purposeful practice allows us to be present. And that more than anything, even just picking up that a book and knowing I'm going to sit and write gratitudes, if one just takes a bit of reverence for that, a little pause to say, what a gift. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Powerful. I love this conversation. I love this conversation. Oh, my goodness. And because time always goes by, like we are collapsing time <laughs> conversations. <laughs> Because it is a snap of a finger, a blink of an eye, and it's time to start wrapping um, this episode up. And it happened entirely too quick for me because I have so many more questions for you. So as I'm bringing this in for a landing, Carol, would you be willing to come back next week and continue this conversation with me? I would be very blessed to do that. Thank you. Oh, I would love that. Yes. Thank you. Thank you very much. Awesome. Okay, so I so that I know that listeners are wondering, well, tell me about this book. I've heard the title of the book, but where do I get the book? So, Carol, can you share with the listeners how it is that they can um, find your book, where it is that they can purchase that, and um, how, if, if somebody had questions for you, is there a way for them to contact you? Are you on Facebook? If you can share those. And listeners, just so you know, all of this information will be in the show notes. So if you're driving or you don't have pen and paper, don't worry. It will all be in the show notes. All that information will easily be available to you. So first of all, how do you get your book? Thanks, Nada. It's on Amazon.com in the States and Amazon.ca in Canada. 
I did a, a self-publication. So I had the books printed. And as I said, it's a physical copy because it contains you and your spirit as you express. So it really was never intended to be an ebook. Um, not when it's 314 full color pages. So it is a physical <laughs> copy, which right now is available, unfortunately, just in Canada and the States. But hopefully, if there are listeners afar, you know, um, I could send books physically, but of course, then there's the cost of shipping and everything. But um, I'm on Facebook and my, my website is kindredspiritstudio.com. And so I go by that Kindred Spirit Studio on Facebook and on Instagram, and I, I'm available through those methods. Uh, you can direct message me. Also, my website, you can message me through that. It also has an email address. So if one goes to my website, you can find that out too. Okay, perfect. And again, just to be sure everybody knows, all of that information, if you weren't able to get it, will be on the, web, on the show notes and on my website, so you will have easy access to this information. And I can tell you, because I own this book, I highly recommend this book. It's beautiful. The artistry in it is unbelievable. And so when we come back for part two, I want to dive in a little bit more about the book. And then, of course, I have some other questions for you. So um, listeners, please be sure to join us next week for part two. Um, and Carol, I want to thank you for being here with us today. And, um, and thank you again for being willing to show up with us next week. Thank you so much for this opportunity, Nada. <laughs> Absolutely. And listeners, for now, have a wonderful, blessed rest of your day and rest of your week. And be sure to tune in next week on Dare a New Belief podcast. Bye-bye for now. Bye. Thank you for spending time with us today. Please go to nadahogan.com for show notes and other information you can use right away. If you like what you heard here, please subscribe to our show. And don't forget to rate and review right there on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you get your shows. And don't forget to tell your friends about it. We'll see you next week.